Oh my god. Okay, I'm back. I missed you guys. <laughs> oh my god. The freaking week that it's been. So I went to the Drake concert and I lost my phone. So... <laughs> you know what? A win is a win. I'm gonna take it as a very memorable night. It was very stressful and probably very, very filled with anxiety. Um, but it was a it was very spontaneous and I'm honestly glad that I went. Drake, if you're listening, please come to San Francisco again. I need to see you again. I need to see you all over again, please. Anyways. What are we talking about today? This episode is very much inspired by the way that I found myself reacting at the concert after I lost my phone. I was very stressed out and anxious and all of my emotions just spiked. I wasn't able to enjoy the show because I was so busy looking for my phone and it was very difficult for me to take myself out of my mind and bring myself back to like reality of where I was at, how much money I just spent. The fact that I should probably be out there singing my heart out instead of trying to scoop my phone from a staircase. And yeah, basically these past few days have just been filled with like kind of so much regret and resentment towards myself because as much as I understand that a lot of events and things that happen in your life are out of your control okay wait I know that this is like a very stupid um this is a very stupid and silly situation for me to get pull this out of my ass from but I'm speaking like in general because I feel like I'm someone who has a very hard time accepting things or like handling things emotionally i react very quickly not only do i react very quickly to things but very strongly so i just get from like zero to 100 so fast that was not a drake reference thank you but it just it takes a lot for me to be able to calm down and honestly i don't think I have that down yet like I'm not very good at calming myself down when something upsets me or something causes me to become anxious yeah like this is not something new I think this is just this has been something that has been with me my whole life I've just only now begun to realize how much it affects me actually and how much it takes a toll on me because once I am able to calm down and kind of reassess situations it doesn't happen until a week later literally a week later max maybe like a few hours minimum but it does take me a pretty long time to ground myself and remove myself from my mind one of the biggest things that i've been trying to figure out lately is the concept that you are not your mind it is a little bit confusing when you first hear about it like i remember when i first heard it i was like yeah that makes sense but like what does that mean from my understanding and kind of how i incorporate it into my life is i try to remind myself that i am not 
my thoughts and my emotions. So whenever I am feeling anxious or I'm feeling stressed out and I'm having anxious thoughts, like I'm not identifying with being those things. They're just something that I'm feeling at the moment. It's weird because as someone who struggles with anxiety and gets stressed out about little things on a day-to-day basis, it's very difficult to not identify with your thoughts and emotions because they're kind of always around you. Like, I think I'm very prone to be anxious about things or... I'm just always finding something to be stressed out about. How do you stop identifying with that stuff when it's all you really know and it's something that you're so accustomed to? It's very hard for me to pull myself out of my thoughts and remind myself that I'm also just a living human being with feelings and a heart and that it is completely normal for me to feel stress and feel sadness and feel feel anxious about things it's very hard for me to not become like submerged in those thoughts and to stop ruminating about things honestly and that's one of the biggest things that I also have a hard time with is replaying moments in my head and pouring more and more guilt into myself because the more I think about the event or the situation, the more I kind of think about things that I should have done or what I could have done or obviously overthinking just makes you feel worse because especially if you're thinking about something that happened in the past, you can't really go back in time to change things or change the way things turned out. That's something that I was having such a hard time with with this event and again i'm sorry that i'm being a crybaby about drake but i was just feeling so mad at myself like i couldn't accept the fact that it had already happened and i couldn't go back in time and not lose my phone in the beginning of the concert and everything would have been perfect it took me a while to accept that but again that goes for so many other events in my life it is very difficult for me to in the moment understand that life is just happening before your eyes and while it's important to recognize the thoughts and emotions you're having it's equally as important to not associate yourself too much with them to the point where you're just submerged in those negative thoughts when you can find yourself in a very deep hole that you dug up and it's honestly very hard to realize that you're in that hole you just start to feel very shitty and you start to feel sad and honestly for me i start to just feel like i start to feel so unmotivated i hit these little times in my life where i don't want to do anything and it's like a circle right so i'm thinking about the i'm thinking about the negative event and then i'm thinking about how I didn't do enough and then I'm guilty about it and I make myself feel more bad about it and then it discourages me from moving on to the next day or even getting up out of my bed and then it's just a circle right because then again I feel guilty about not getting out of my bed and I feel guilty for spending another day ruminating and crying about it 
And it's just something that is so hard for me to kind of tackle and take on. It's weird because there is a book that's been sitting on my vanity since I got it. And I was like, oh, this should be a good read like before school starts. So I bought it and I just kind of left it in my vanity. But then I was like, okay, let me just read a few pages. The book is called The Power of Now. Give me your feedback on the book. If I should keep reading it or if I should stop reading it. But one of the first few sections of the book was talking about how basically what I was just saying, um, how easy it is for us to become trapped in our thoughts and in our mind and forget about our presence, like forget that we have the ability to change our to change the way that our life is or to change the way that the day is going to be like. And I know I talked about this a little bit before on the last episode, how hard it is to try to get your life together or try to live or try to take it one day at a time when your mind is your biggest setback and I'm someone whose mind is their biggest setback. It's so easy for me to just let my thoughts and everything inside my head stop me from getting up in the morning or going to the gym or cleaning up my room oh my god when my room is a mess i'm literally a reflection of my room you you are literally you are also a reflection of where how your space is i don't want to be i don't want to come on here and be like be yelling at you to clean your room but since i'm home right now my mom came into my room she was like your room right now is literally depression like you need to clean your room and i was like fuck okay fine i'll clean my room so i started cleaning my room and honestly even though like making my bed i can do it it's not as mentally tasking it's just the thought of getting out of my bed that i can't seem to get over like the thought of getting up and having to take on my day that's what forces me to just that's what kind of gets me back into that little rut like uh like i really don't want to do anything like i'm so unmotivated i'm tired i'm stressed out being in bed is the easy way out after i had that conversation with my mom i was like okay you know what i can i can make my bed like i can stand up and just make my bed that's it i'm not gonna take it further than making my bed right because it's not something that's hard it's not something that requires thinking and also yeah so it's not it's not something that's going to throw me into a spiral if it goes wrong or you know what i'm saying like those little things that seem like very big it's the first thing that you should do to be honest because once you take those little baby steps to refresh the space that you're in and clear out junk that's in your face it does start to help because you're no longer being held back by whatever it is that's around you i don't know like even though your mind is what's causing you to not want to leave the house or go to the gym or whatever now you can say that your room is not one of those reasons at least your bed is made your room is clean and even maybe even after you clean your room and just tidy up maybe you'll be motivated to 
go out to the kitchen and make yourself breakfast. And a lot of the things that I say sounds very repetitive, but honestly, it's the simple things in your routine that affect how you're feeling. And I mean, I may be speaking for myself, but I know that when I feel like complete shit and I'm just in the gutter, cleaning my room and maybe doing a load of laundry helps me feel better because they weren't hard tasks. They were just something that I couldn't see myself doing. I feel like I also start to clear out some of the clouds in my head with that because again, the space that you're in contributes to how you feel. But you know what? Also, like talking to a friend is so nice. Just listening to another voice that's not yours in your head is very grounding and it kind of reminds you that you are alive like you are present in someone else's life as well it's kind of cool like if you think about it like you are a character in someone else's life and i know we all want to be the main character right and we are the main character in our lives but i think it's also kind of cool to think about the fact that like if we're all like little legos (laughs) and we're all like interacting with each other like other people also see the traits and characteristics that we have and our personality shines brighter for them than it does to us so i try to also remove myself remove myself but kind of metaphorically remove myself from myself and see what others see in me like I remember one time Leo Skeppi was saying, okay, I think he said, look for others. Oh, I, I have this written down. Hold on. This was in one of my journal entries from March 19th. But the quote from Leo Skeppi was, look for yourself and others and experience the way you make people feel. <laughs> That's such a good fucking thing to think about. It doesn't completely connect to what I was just talking about. Like, I think what I was trying to get at was like the fact of trying to see yourself through other people's eyes so that I try not to take it to the point where I'll become anxious or worried about what people think about me or say about me, but more in terms of the fact of if I was meeting myself for the first time, how happy would someone be to have me in their life? Does that make sense? Just thinking about how much of an impact you might be making on someone's life and you don't even know it is such a crazy thing to think about. But even more so, I think we can go back to the quote about looking for looking for yourself and others and experience the way you make people feel. Again, that goes from recognizing your traits and looking for them in other people if you think of yourself as a very empathetic person and if you know that you value that in someone then you're more likely to recognize that the friendships that you have with other people are because you were vulnerable to them one but because they were also vulnerable with you i love the fact that You can build so much trust with someone that you let them see you in your in the lowest of your lows. Like I have a friend who has seen me through the worst in my life. 
I can't even express how grateful I am for those friendships. Upon reflection, I also think that I can provide that for somebody else because I've experienced, like not only was I the person who needed help, but then I'm also able to kind of see those parts in myself as well. Like, you know what? I'm also very empathetic and I also feel for those around me. I try to support my friends and family to the best of my ability and that's something that not a lot of people have and that's something that I should be proud of because I hold something very special that makes friendships and connections in my life that much more meaningful, if you will. So I'm currently working on not getting so wrapped up in negative thoughts or ruminating about unfortunate experiences or series of unfortunate events, but I am trying to work on recognizing my positive thoughts, my positive emotions, my positive traits, and bringing them to the front of my mind whenever I start to have weird thoughts or like anxious thoughts i also am trying to like yes i i do want to let myself be upset or kind of feel stressed out because i'm not gonna gaslight myself and not not let myself feel those emotions that i feel but i'm trying to control them so they don't just spike out of my hands and they go and they just take me to dark places because then it's like really really hard for me to get out of i guess i'm just constantly trying to become more in tune with my body and strengthening that connection that it has with my mind and one of the things the book was talking about was how if you think of yourself as an observer rather than the thinker then you're able to analyze your emotions and assess situations better So I know like I mentioned that for me, it's very hard to remove myself from an emotion and I just keep digging myself into a deeper hole with my thoughts and emotions and I'm kind of just stuck with them. But not only becoming more aware of the thought, but also thinking of yourself as the witness, the witness of the anxiety and the witness of the stress that you're going through that way it's a little bit easier to remove yourself right because then you're able to put yourself somewhere else you're able to kind of put yourselves in the shoes of the witness or in the shoes of the analyzer so then that way you don't completely identify with whatever emotion it is because you are not your emotion it's just something that you're feeling at the moment and I'm trying to work on that as well. So I think this helped me recognize like how little power the thoughts can have over me if I think of myself as the quote-unquote observer or the witness. Then I'm also able to recognize that there's like a deeper presence in me, right? Like there's something in me that is still very conscious about what's happening and what's going on around me and that and that the thoughts shouldn't consume me. I'm no longer feeding into the thoughts when I'm not identifying with them because if I'm feeding energy into the thoughts, then they're just going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger, right? And I'm going to keep digging myself deeper and deeper into the hole. But by working against that, 
then I'm kind of stopping that compulsive thinking. We're back at point A, and for me, that's okay because as long as I'm recognizing that I'm taking steps towards bettering myself and building a better mind-to-body connection, then I have some sort of peace with that. I know that each day is a learning day. Every experience, hopefully, is a learning one. And I think slowly, hopefully, I will be able to be more present and feel more content in just being and just existing and be able to ground myself quicker and just remind myself that it's okay to experience things it's okay to go through things it's okay to have bad thoughts and bad emotions because we are humans but also practice not identifying with those thoughts and not giving them energy to the point where they don't let me see beyond that and don't let me recognize how great of a person i am how lucky i am to be existing hold certain characteristics that allow me to be a good friend for others like again i think it can be so easy to overlook your positive traits when you're going through something but when you remind yourself that you're someone's friend that you're someone's daughter that you're someone's sister friend like etc it's easier to see who you are and and what light you bring to this world yeah honestly i think i'm gonna wrap it up there i'm definitely gonna be coming back to this maybe quite often just because this is something that is very persistent in my life like i'm just an overthinker and a lot of things in my life cause me to become anxious talking it through getting it out is going to be really helpful for me and hopefully helpful for you guys maybe you'll feel inspired or become aware that you are also someone who lets your thoughts get the best of you but it's okay you are not alone i am probably the biggest overthinker that i know in my life (laughs) like i will overthink things till my head explodes so if you're an overthinker it's okay we got each other it's gonna be all right we're gonna take it day by day clean your room first clean your room call your friends light a candle it's pumpkin season i have my pumpkin pumpkin spice candle on and today is also the first day that my starbucks is going to have the pumpkin spice lattes back i'm so excited and i'm very excited for fall oh my god i move in to my college apartment on tuesday i don't know when you'll be listening but hopefully it's before tuesday so that way you guys are in the mix with me but i'm very excited to go back i'm so excited i'm also on my gilmore girls spree so i think that's something else that just it excites me to get started with school that gilmore girls era but yeah i hope that this episode was inspiring i hope that you directly or indirectly learned something from it or took something out of it um i'm very happy that you guys are here i love you all i can't imagine not being able to sit down and talk to you guys i hope that you have an amazing day or that you're having an amazing day whenever you're listening I'm sending you all my love and my hugs and kisses and 
I don't want to say bye yet, but it's okay because I think I've also just talked enough and just like ran my mouth for long enough. So yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.